What's happening? This is Phil Demmel from Violence. Check out Pedal to the Metal Radio, which is the place for all your rock and metal news, plus reviews and new episodes dropping every Sunday. Keep it metal. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. And Chris from Bad Wolves. It's Joe from Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess here. And I'm hey, this is Charlie with Anthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. Uh, the thing about it is, you know, your, your rock news, your metal news, uh, unsigned band. Uh, with new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers! Alright, welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. I'm your main man here, it's Eddie Monster. And of course, as usual, we've got to start with the business side of things. But first, I want to thank the legendary Phil Demmel for giving an awesome shout out at the beginning of the episode if you don't know who phil demel is shame on you go look him up he was in machine head he's in violence he's an all-around badass on guitar and he deserves your attention all right so it is the social media time here and if you want to follow the show you can do so by finding us on facebook at eddie's pedal to the metal radio show again it's eddie's pedal to the metal radio show you can look me up on Twitter and give me a follow at twitter.com forward slash Eddie Monster 82. Again, that's E D D I E Monster 82. You can also find us on Instagram and Instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. Again, Instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. And lastly, go on to our blog page it is pedal to the metal radio show.blogspot.com again pedal to the metal radio show.blogspot.com that is the place where we post the show every week we get all the links they're all on there i post it on the facebook page you just click on you go to the blog and there you can find a link to whatever source you use whether it be spotify google podcasts apple podcasts breaker whatever Whatever it is you may use, Radio Public, sure, it's on there. We got you. All right, so we got a a pretty exciting show for you guys this week. We've got a lot of news, lots of news to cover this week. We also have the unsigned band of the week. Unfortunately, again, we don't have a band you should know this week. That's my bad. Uh, I got a little lazy there. But anyways, we'll have one returning next week. We'll try to have a band you should know. Again, it's a little difficult with bands you should know because these are signed bands and not all of them agree um, to be on your show. And you've got to understand, you know what I mean? It's just part of the game. But anyways, we've got the unsigned band of the week, so never fear. Music is here, and I'm your man. And let's get into some news stories. All right, and our first uh, news story of the show, we all know how sensitive we all are at this point to the fact that, you know, there's no concerts. There's none for all of 2020, and who knows when it'll come back in 2021. This could be the long haul, right? That's all we know. Uh, but apparently there was some festival in Wisconsin that was supposed to take place 
called the Herd Immunity Fest. And this festival is supposed to take place July 16th through the 18th at the Q&Z Expo Center in Ringle, Wisconsin. And it was to feature three nights of headliners like Static X, Dope, and Nonpoint. Now, this website says big name headliners. Those aren't really big name headliners to me. Uh, but anyways, whatever. So, it looks like this cool festival in Wisconsin. But one problem, and that is Nonpoint now is no longer playing this festival. And it could be because of this. So, Spider One, who you all know is the Power Man 5000 frontman, and I think the only original member of Power Man 5000 left, also AKA Rob Zombie's brother. Nonetheless, he went on Twitter, and here's what he wrote uh, A bunch of bands that I consider peers and some friends are partaking in a show called Herd Immunity Fest, which by that title is basically saying to their fans, Come see us, and we hope you get sick. What the actual fuck? Right? So this is what, that's what Spider had to say about that. You know, he didn't seem too happy about that, about the decision making right there. But uh, Nonpoint's account responded, hey brother, Nonpoint is not playing because of the way the festival is named. We have dropped off. So apparently they didn't like it, but they're still being advertised and they're charging $100 for weekend tickets. It's kind of uh, a little outrageous, but they've offered this update. For the record, the venue's land can accommodate up to 10,000 occupancy. This is an outdoor event for three days. We are, we are only selling 20% of that, so anyone has the choice and ability to social distance. The festival is not called Herd Immunity, and the name no longer tied to any of our social media promotion. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit ridiculous. A little bit ridiculous there. I'm not finding anything else. Yeah, so anyway, so this festival is now claiming that's not their name. They're still advertising non-point. Nonetheless, um, be smart. You know what? We, we were all desperate to go back to concerts. I know. Believe me, man. I'm dying to go to so many shows. I should have already been to Slipknot. I've already should have been to the Megadeth Trivium Lamb of God show. Um, right now, I'd, I'd, I'd probably be looking forward to Mayhem Fest if that had happened. I also probably would have been looking forward to Faith No More and Corn. Um... I was dead set on not paying the money for for Motley Crue and Def Leppard, not the amount, not the amount of money they were they were asking for. So I was good on not going to that. I was I'm like I've seen Motley Crue enough times. I don't need to see them at Fenway Park. Um, but yeah, you know, listen, just be smart. And if you were going to go to the show, wear a mask. You know, it's the only way we can do it. Look at Texas, already shutting down. Look at Arizona, thinking about it. Florida. Mandatory masks. You know, pay attention. This is what happens. All right. Ever since what had happened in Vegas some time ago, I was always a little skeptical about going to Vegas to go to some big time show. But this one is one that I may just not be able to pass up, unfortunately. Uh, Psycho Las Vegas, who obviously was supposed to have a 2020 festival, pushed it to 2021. 
And man, did they unveil probably one of the most badass lineups of all time. Maybe. I'm definitely going to be there. Um, this is unbelievable. Psycho Las Vegas 2021 will feature the first Merciful Fate reunion show in the United States. Unfucking real. Danzig is playing all of his 1990 album, Danzig 2, uh, Lucifuge, I believe is how you say it, in its entirety. Catatonia will be playing their first show in the United States since they came off a hiatus. Emperor USA exclusive show at the gates, down playing NOLA in full. This is definitely where I need to be. Psycho, uh, Psycho Las Vegas, excuse me, at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino, August 20th through the 22nd, 2021. That is exciting. And not to mention, okay, they've also got Blue Oyster Cult, Satyricon, Mayhem, uh, Watane. I believe that's how you say their name. I feel like an asshole not being able to say that. Uh, Poison the Well, Amigo the Devil, who I'm looking forward to seeing, Wolves in the Throne Room. Uh, there's a bunch of bands on here that I never got to see live before. I Hate God, Pig Destroyer, um, so many, so many bands. I mean, the list is just incredible, and yours truly has to be there. Two Minutes to Late Night is going to be there as well. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to definitely try to get to Vegas next year and hopefully do a special from uh, Psycho Las Vegas, hopefully, I'm hoping. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I will definitely, I can't make any promises because uh, this year on this wrestling podcast that I used to be a part of, we had promised that we would be at WrestleMania 36. Apparently, that didn't happen. And even if we were able to do a show from there, it wasn't going to happen because it got canceled. And then it was a network exclusive show that was only no fans blah 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 it was it was pretty horrible but nonetheless you know we you know i tried to make that promise it didn't work out so no promises but i will definitely try my best to be at psycho las vegas next year all right another story having to do with live shows so they're always trying to figure out what to do with live concerts right how are we gonna there was this idea of wearing hazmat suits we're seeing driving concerts we've seen some just avoiding things altogether uh socially distanced concerts you know the whole nine but what about this besides a temperature check what if every venue had stations that were uh called disinfected stations right where they sprayed you with a disinfectant mist. So every time you walked in, you got sprayed down, you wore your mask, you go into the show, you enjoy the show while wearing the mask. That way you can avoid the spread of the virus, right? doesn't sound that bad. I know some people are probably going to bitch, but nonetheless, uh, you know, some concerts may resume this fall, 30% capacity. So the mist is definitely an idea. And apparently it was tested uh, in Seoul, South Korea. Now, Craig Hassel, who's uh, part of the Royal Albert Hall, was quoted. He said, 
The test case in Seoul, where a Phantom of the Opera production has continued running, has seen audience members walking through a light mist of disinfectant, having their temperature taken, and filling in a questionnaire about their symptoms in recent places they've visited. If we're to find a solution, it's going to be a combination of numerous measures, from increased access points, to hand sanitizer, perspex screens, and PPE for staff. We do believe that 2021 could be busy across the board, all arenas, because many tours are being postponed. But this doesn't help our situation now, where there is absolutely no income to our venues. We are at serious risk. And that's from Lucy Noble, who also said that. So it'd be interesting to find out how many of you are are down with this idea of disinfectant sprays. Would you... To be able to watch a concert, would you be willing to? I mean, if we just have to walk through and it just sprays us when a mist, fuck it, I'm down. You know, whatever. I just want to see a fucking concert. That's that's the point where I'm at right now. So it's an interesting uh, thing to think about. Would you be okay with them spraying you with a mist? Yes or no? Um. And I think a majority would say yes, and there's plenty that would say no. Uh, but it's it'll be interesting to see. Um, so all right, so I want to get into the unsigned band of the week because it's about that time in the show. But before I do so, here is a word from our sponsor. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is time for this week's unsigned band of the week, and for this week we stamped our passports again. And this time we went overseas to the UK where we visited Scotland to check out this week's band called Thine Inner Sanctum. They're an amazing band that mixes atmospheric doom metal with a twist of black metal, dark ambient sounds, and so much more. Back in March, the band released an EP called Entwined with a Dying Light, and then it's an amazing six-song EP that you definitely have to check out. Uh, the track that we're going to check out today is called A Voice Thick with Sorrow. And it's, again, from their album, Entwined with a Dying Light. Now, if you want to check out Thine Inner Sanctum, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash Thine Inner Sanctum. Or you can visit their Bandcamp at thineinnersanctumuk.bandcamp.com. Again, all these links will be on the uh the blog post that I do for this episode. So if you need any more information, you can just check that out and you can go directly to their website and their Facebook page for more information. So without further ado, it is time to check out a voice thick with sorrow from Thine Inner Sanctum all the way from Scotland right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.
Give it up once again for Thine Inner Sanctum. Again, facebook.com forward slash Thine Inner Sanctum. Again, that's T-H-I-N-E, Thine Inner Sanctum. Right there, you can check them out. And on their Bandcamp as well at Thine Inner Sanctum, uk.bandcamp.com. Go and check them out. You will not regret it. All right, so time for more metal news right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. And one of the stories that kind of seems strange to me I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. Who knows these days. But uh, apparently Vince Neil, the lead singer of Motley Crue, is uh, claiming that his neighbors are trying to cover up the brutal murder of his dog. Um, It just seems weird that your neighbors would want to kill your dog. I don't know. But apparently after the sudden death of his his dog, California Wolf Neil, a.k.a. Callie, Neil is blaming the death on his neighbors who called, uh, and their two evil neighbor dogs. That's what he's saying. So here's what Neil posted. With a heavy heart, we share the news that our beloved California wolf Neil has gone to heaven. Her passing was tragic. She was brutally murdered on our front door by two evil neighbor dogs, which is caught up, which is caught on our security cameras. Our neighbors are trying to cover it up and say that she ran two football fields to their pasture and their longhorn steers killed her please pray for her justice because her killers are still running free Callie touched every person she came in contact with and was loved by all we wish we could have had we could have her back but we know it's a circle of life and she will come back to us in her next life thank you all for your support and love during these difficult times we will be posting and sharing more photos of her you know he just goes on and on and on. You know, hashtag justice for Callie. Um, she's a cute little dog. I don't know what you would call her. I don't think she's a Shih Tzu, but a uh, cute little dog. Again, I mean, I don't know. It, it could be possible, you know, that, I don't know. Would two dogs kill another dog? I mean, I don't know. Depending on what kind of dogs they were, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on in Vince Neil's life, apparently at the moment. So always tragic, you know what? Your dogs are definitely a member of your family, no doubt about it. It's it's like losing a, it's like losing a child for sure, for sure. So, you know, my condolences to Vince. Um, it's always a a shitty thing to happen. Um, for those of you, we all know, you know, this year's the political climate is just very intense at the moment you know between donald trump and uh joe biden we know it's it's come down to that it's those are your two candidates you're gonna have to choose between the two um but if you were hoping to see randall blythe from lamb of god you know behind the oval office unfortunately that's just not going to happen uh on spotify's metal talks podcast he clearly said he's not interested in um 
and being president. He just said, I'll stick with being a goofy heavy metal singer. Um, so I guess, you know. And it all dates back to this campaign that he did in 2012 where he said he'd run on a budget of 99 cents. Um, but he, he did say years ago, what was it, two elections ago, I announced that I was running for president of the United States of America and my campaign budget was going to be 99 cents because it was the cost of a video editing app that I got on iTunes and whatever to edit these little campaign videos I made. And I wrote these, these blog posts about it. The whole thing was really kind of a comment on the ridiculousness of, of a campaign financing here in America and how much money is spent on that, which could be spent on more important things. By the way, things like education, food for the hungry, that could be spent on helping people rather than bolstering some politician's bid for office. And he's right. You know, it's millions and millions and millions of dollars that are spent on campaigns. It's ridiculous the the amounts of money that are spent. People's pockets are getting fatter. He uh, continues to say, I never seriously thought I'd be the president of the United States. Get the fuck out of here. Who's going to let me in the White House? Well, I don't know. Look at where we are now. But it would never happen. I know some people wrote me in the wrote me in on the ballot i was told that but basically the whole thing was just a comment on the crappiness of of campaign finance or whatever um and he makes one comment you know saying that i would never ever want to be the president of the united states jesus christ what a nightmare that would be i think you'd have to have something wrong with you to want to be president it's true if you if you look at Every major president, they enter in looking a certain way, and and by the time they're done, I mean it looks like they're one foot in the grave by the time they're out, they're out of office. So he's he's pretty right there. Um, if you haven't checked out Lamb of God's self-titled album yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go and check it out. It's fucking fantastic. Um, not my it's not my metal album of the year, but it's up there. Um, definitely check it out. Before we get into uh, a couple things that I want to talk about, I want to get into this. So Metallica basically, I believe, put every single song they ever wrote um, in a bracket. And they called it the Metallica Some Kind of Bracket. And basically every song went to war. Fans voted. Um, the battles got pretty intense. Some of them got really hard. It was hard to choose between songs. Um, but never fear, Frantic was not one of them. And uh, the winner of the tournament, so it came down to two Metallica songs. Um, it, it came down to the first, uh, the first Metallica track to ever get a music video, which was one, taking on probably one of the greatest Metallica songs ever written, in my opinion, a master of puppets. And obviously the winner was Master of Puppets because, again, as I said, it is the greatest Metallica song of all time. You know what I mean? It's uh, There's no touching it. There's no touching it. You know? I mean, there's great songs, Fade to Black, you know, Enter Sandman, For Who the Bell Tolls, you know, Sanitarium. There's, there's so many great Metallica songs, but... That one, um, Puppets was obviously the superior track. Always was, always will be. So congratulations to that. The fans voted correctly. Um, just as long as you didn't vote 
anything from that some kind of monster record, I think it was a total victory in and of itself um, right there. Uh, cool thing to check out if you guys are interested is uh, two, for- two Megadeth guitarists. I was going to say two former, but two Megadeth guitarists, past and present, right? So Marty Friedman and uh, Kiko Loredo, Loredo, I believe is how you say his name, uh, apparently have teamed up for a new track where they are dueling solos together and all that great stuff. It's actually a pretty intense track. You're going to want to check it out. Kiko's doing his own solo record, and on one of the tracks, he invited Marty Friedman to play on the song Imminent Threat. You can check it out. It's on YouTube. I will post a link to it on the blog page. Um, it's an amazing. It's thrashy. It's shreddy. It's it. It's everything you would want from from one of the greatest Megadeth guitarists to a guy who has the potential to become another one of the great uh, Megadeth guitarists. And Kiko's new solo album, Open Sourced, is coming out, but it's being uh, currently crowdfunded on Indiegogo. So go and check that out. There's some amazing packages on there that Kiko's offering as well. And I'll post a link to that as well on the uh, blog page so that you guys can be a part of that. Um, but again, check out that track, Imminent Threat. It's awesome. Um, it's everything you would want and then some. So there are two covers that I want to talk about this week. And two covers that are sort of just came out of nowhere in my opinion. And one of them comes from Seven Dust. Now, Seven Dust is an amazing band that hasn't gotten enough recognition, in my opinion, over the years. They've gotten caught up with that new metal scene. But they just unleashed a cover of Soundgarden's The Day I Tried to Live. And it is... It's just amazing. It's amazing. From beginning to end, LeJohn does such an amazing job. The band does an amazing job. It's it's awesome. You got to check it out. Uh, Chris Cornell, obviously, nobody will ever replace Chris Cornell. He is something special. We all know that. But such an awesome track. And here's what um, here's what LeJohn says. He says, Soundgarden is such an important band to all of us in Seven Dust. And this love for them goes all the way back to when we were starting. We discussed trying to do one of their songs, and our producer Elvis suggested The Day I Tried to Live. I would have been fine with any of the songs, those songs personally, when I first heard it. I thought the lyrics were timeless. The lyrics are about trying to experience new things and change the way you live. And we see examples of that every day with what is happening around the world. To have the chance to cover this song and release it is so special to all of us. Thank you, Chris Cornell and Soundgarden. Do yourself a favor. Check out the track. I'll post a link to that as well. The other cover that I want to talk about is the more interesting cover because Prince is an interesting artist. And I've heard artists cover Prince before. I know the Foo Fighters did Darling Nikki at one time. But this one is interesting. Purple Rain is one of my favorite Prince songs. It's one of those just Prince epics. And Into Arma covers the song. And, you know, it's... it's it's insane, and you know they uh, are doing a covers album called "The Garber's Days 
Revisited. And on the record, you'll find covers of Neil Young and Nine Inch Nails. But they unleashed Purple Rain, and it's awesome. Uh, here's what they said. This was never meant to be heard publicly. It was meant to be outrageous, to be played late at night while laughing and drinking beer with our friends because that's what this is. Into Armor covering the greatest pop song of the 1980s and arguably of all time by Prince who hated when people covered his music. And he said the vocals were done in one take by the drummer and not pitch corrected because who else can sing like that? Prince. So we opted to stay honest and simple because we never thought that the general public would hear it. Once Relapse heard it, there was a little bit of back and forth between the two camps and was decided reluctantly to be included on the record. We hope everyone enjoys this and gets a little bit of a chuckle because I think we could all use that right about now. Stay safe. Stay outrageous. BLM. And there you go. So make sure you uh, check out into Arma's cover of Purple Rain and I'll also be posting a link to so that you can uh, pre-order their record Garber Garber's Days Revisited which is out July 10th so a couple weeks and that will be out and you can check it out there's some great packages um, that they're offering as well for that so all right and that's going to do it for us here at Pedal to the Metal Radio the podcast I hope all of you guys have enjoyed the show uh, next week we're going to try to uh, do things a little bit early because I know the 4th of July is next week. So we're going to try to release the 4th of July special. Hopefully we'll have some good stuff on there for you guys. Uh, so until next time, enjoy this episode. Check out Thine Inner Sanctum. Again, facebook.com forward slash Thine Inner Sanctum. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Check us out on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash eddiemonster82 and on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. And we will see you guys next time right here on Pedal to the Metal. <laughs>